0: What's up? It's me, Georgia, and this is what's on my mind. Hi, guys. I feel like we haven't talked in a while, and the reason that I feel that way is because it's true. Um, I would apologize, and I am very, very sorry, but... You know, I'm just happy to be here right now. We can't reminisce too much over the fact that I haven't recorded a podcast episode in a hot minute. Um, and just enjoy the fact that we're here right now and we're excited and we finish school and it's a great time. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. I know I haven't talked to you guys in a while. So just, you know, mentally send me some life updates of your own. And I'm just going to let you guys know that I'm on summer break right now, which is really awesome. And I'm excited. I've just been kind of spending time with my family and friends and dancing a lot. I have Radix Nationals in a couple weeks, which I'm really excited about actually in a week, not a couple. Um, So it's just going to be a summer full of exploring, dancing, hopefully recording a lot of podcast episodes. And I know that I normally do like a little song of the day, but I think I just need to introduce this at the beginning because I have been on a huge Phoebe Bridgers kick. I didn't know she existed until like a solid month ago. And I'm pretty sure I know like almost all the lyrics to every single one of her songs at this point. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. If you guys aren't avid Phoebe Bridgers fans and you are a fan of this podcast, I think that you might enjoy her music. Actually, that's so not true. There's no correlation there. But anyways... That's kind of where I'm at, listening to a lot of Phoebe Bridgers, dancing, hanging out with friends, just trying to be a happy person. But for today's kind of theme, podcast, lesson, whatever you would like to call it, we are going to dig into a topic that I'm extremely passionate about and have been wanting to talk about for a really long time now. Um, So it's good that we're coming back with something strong that I'm excited to dive into. So as I said, you know, summer's kind of approaching and I think that the topic of body image is always kind of circulating, but it becomes a little bit more prevalent, you know, as we're getting into our little less, you know, covers, I was going to say cover some clothes. No, less rev- um Yeah, more revealing clothes. There we go, and you know, just kind of feeling a little bit more like you know, there's all of these trends like quote unquote hot girl summer, like you know, summer bod. All of these like weird, you know, terms that people use to say that they're supposed to be in like awesome shape for the summer and whatnot. Um, and I just think that it's important to kind of talk about it and share my personal experience and some tips that I would give you to, kind of have a better perspective um, on your body. So the reason I'm really passionate about this topic is because I think it honestly is like the single biggest issue and deterrent among people in general, but uh, especially people my age to just like living a happy life, you know, constant thoughts about what you look like and your appearance. And if you're meeting certain standards can be extremely distracting and frustrating and you know, all consuming. And I've been in the position where that has been the case and it's not a fun place to be, but I've learned to kind of think about things differently and and try and be a better friend to myself, um, in terms of, you know, those topics. So I, I think where we should start here is just by kind of, let me articulate a little bit more about my personal journey, um, to sort of coming into my own confidence in terms of my body and the reasons why it was difficult for me and why it might also have been difficult for you to you know learn to love yourself so when I was really young like everyone I'm pretty sure you think you're invincible and you're probably pretty confident in the way that you look and Life is just very simple. You know, there's not there's not much depth there, which is, you know, kind of how I started out, especially with my journey to loving my body. Um, And, you know, as you get older, you get more and more aware that there are certain social standards and there are different things at play. And so you sort of I mean, at least for me, I I begin to get sort of less confident in myself. Um, And as like age 12, 13, 14 rolled around. I was dancing a lot, and I was, you know, super quote-unquote fit, you know, and I hadn't really started puberty or anything, so my body was pretty, you know, slim and very, like, muscular-looking, Um, and I would get a ton of comments, you know, through this stage in my life. I think there was probably a year where I just was dancing a lot, and I had abs for the first time, I guess, and, you know, older people in my life would tell me, they're like, oh, my God, like, you lost all your stomach fat, like— You you look so good, like whatever. And I just, I mean, I took this as a compliment at the time because you you know, I mean, society pretty much tells you that that you know that is somehow superior to being young and having like a stomach and whatnot. Um, And so I just kind of internalized this as, oh my god. So everyone's telling me this is I look really good right now. I'm super fit, you know, quote unquote fit. That's what I think I am. This is great. This is awesome. I feel great about myself. Um, and then, you know, as, you know, quarantine started to happen and I started to develop more as like a human being through puberty, I started to kind of change a little bit. And my body, you know, became a little bit more womanly and just like things started to happen. I wasn't dancing as as much. Um, and I struggled kind of like comparing myself to, you know, the 12, 13 year old, very, very fit um, girl that I was. uh, And that became kind of a very strange struggle for me. And I was unsure why I was feeling so insecure. Um, So that's kind of where I was in that stage. And as I've sort of realized a few of the things that we're going to talk about, I've been able to sort of understand why that mindset towards my body is not only unhealthy, but how I can kind of combat that very specifically. So the first thing that I want to comment on in relation to my personal journey is that I find that, I mean, and this might be pretty simple to you, but the biggest cause of insecurity is comparison, where, whether that is to somebody else, but also what I found is whether that's to your previous self, your younger self, what you used to look like, and even what you perceive you could look like in the future. I think that that's a really interesting way to think about it that not a lot of people sort of think they're like, oh, well, I could look this way or I used to look this way. All the coulda, woulda, shouldas can get a little bit tiring, especially when it comes to body image. Um, and I think what ended up happening as I was trying to sort of convince myself that I was supposed to look like I did when I was 12 and when I was 13 is that this is just a, I mean, obviously, it's a to- toxic mindset, but It would be a shame if I kept wanting to have the same brain that I had when I was 12 and 13. So why would I want the same body that I had then? You know, change is beautiful. Change is a part of life. It's also uncontrollable. And as we talk about so often in this podcast, we can't control what we can't control. And there's no point in trying to because it's just a fight you will not win. Um, you know, but I think that that is really like the core of it that I realize. like I have grown so much as a person, and my spirit has grown so much since I was that age, and I've had so many more experiences. This body is a reflection of that. Why would I in what world would I want to go back to the place I was then and you know live that in that brain at this age, if that makes any sense to you? I think it's just sort of like a huge idea and metaphor for the idea that you know change is good, and that. We should continue to appreciate that our body is changing because it just is sort of like a chest full of experiences. Um, And when you look at it that way, I think you can have a more positive mindset towards your body. Second thing in relation to this story um, is that the reason I began being so insecure in the first place was because I was told that I looked really good a certain way. Um, And I didn't You know, I didn't shape this expectation or value of my body, but other people did society did and what I want to remind you is that you are society You know a lot of people forget I think with various different social issues You have an impact on the way that you act towards other people So the reason I'm saying this is because I want to encourage you all to really step up not only your mindset towards your body But the way that you look at others, because they're in direct correlation with each other, right? The way you see yourself is the way you see others. At least that's what I believe. Um, You know, the likelihood that you're going to judge yourself based off the same irrational internalized beauty standards that you judge someone else on are, you know, pretty high. I think it's just kind of a classic case of human projection. The more that you see someone else a certain way, the more you see yourself this way. But I'm kind of going on a tangent. The point here is that it's important to notice when you're judging others and sort of rewire your brain to not, you know, perpetuate these standards that really mean nothing. Um, So when you approach someone and you talk to someone, I think it's pretty normal for you to want to compliment someone and be nice. But I think that these small comments that other people were saying to me, obviously with the best of intentions to try and be kind to me, I, you know, they, they ended up really hurting me in the long run. So my tips are that you should never, ever talk to someone and equate the idea of healthy with someone who is smaller and the idea of unhealthy with someone who has a bigger build, right? They just, they don't have anything to do with each other as much as you would like, to twist it and whatever, you know, people have different bodies, and that is sort of, you know, end of story. So there's no reason why you should say, oh, my God, like, you lost so much weight. You look so much better. Anything that has any, you know, correlation to health and weight or health and size, it they just, you know, those comments can be extremely detrimental. Another thing, like I said, is don't ever compare someone to their previous, you know, Appearance. I, I think that was another thing that was really difficult for me is other people were like, you look so much better now. And then your head starts spinning. Well, did I not look good before? Like, what is up with this? And I think that, you know, if you can be a person in society who just avoids saying those things, you're not only going to help yourself because you're not projecting those types of compliments onto other people, but you're going to help them because you're not saying something about their body as if that's the first thing you notice about them, even if it is and you're working on rewiring your brain to not notice that firsthand. overall I think you never know what someone is going through that's you know the main point here you never know if someone's really struggling Um, and it's never a good idea to say something in relation to someone else's appearance when you're just seeing them you just you don't know and it's better off just not to I know it's just trying to be kind and I know that it's just sort of an impulse because that's kind of how society has told us that's a nice thing to say to someone but it can be really detrimental, and I know it was to me. So maybe in place of saying something about someone else's body, I've worked on this throughout you know, my years of just trying to practice this, my years, maybe my year, I, I've really tried to commit to this, is just to compliment someone's energy. Or if you're going to go for appearance-wise, compliment you know, a piece of clothing that they're wearing. At least that's an expression of their personality and something that they can choose and that they can change. Um, And so that's kind of like my advice in terms of that. And just being really aware of the way that you express yourself towards other people, because it can have an impact on them. And I know that it did towards me. So maybe if you want to think back to some experiences where someone has said something to you that has sort of changed the way that you've thought about yourself, just remember that you have a lot of influence over those around you. And it's important to try and be as positive as possible in, in that respect. So now that we've talked about some, you know, tips and things related to my story, I was sort of writing my notes out for this podcast episode, and I realized, like, where did this all come from? Like, I know that's a really broad question, but, like, why do we even care about the way that we look? Like, wh- where did that come from? Why Why is it a thing? Why is it so perpetuated um, throughout life in general? And I came up with my own theory. Now, I'm no scientist, um, but... I'm just going to go for it because I think it makes sense. So I think it's human's natural instinct to want to be loved or mated or however you want to sort of talk about it in those terms. Um, So we're constantly trying to make ourselves look most desirable to our, you know, counterparts in general. And as society has developed, you know, I mean, obviously our brains are wired to have this sort of urge and, you know, through the developing world and social media and clothing industry and food industry, you know, this sort of desire as it's one of the most strong, you know, to create a family, to want to sort of have a legacy, to want to be loved, has been preyed on by these industries. Um, And... I mean, these are man-made industries, obviously, and humans are smart. But humans also want money, and so when you think about it, they've taken humans' most single strong desire and turned it against us to make us addicted to trying to keep up with something that we can never attain. It's actually pretty genius, you know. They pick the perfect thing to prey on because we can never win at this game, you know. Food companies and clothing companies will tell you, you have to look a certain way. You have to do this. You have to do that. And it's and it's perfect because you think that you need to comply with these sort of ideals. And, you know, in order to sort of, you know, look desirable or look, you know, beautiful to the people around you, when not only are these, you know, companies sort of telling you what you need to look like, but they're shaping the quota for what one needs to look like and everyone's just kind of simultaneously agreeing because it's this it's such a sort of attractive chase you know um and I I just want to remind you I know that this is people talk about this a lot but you know you you are never going to be able to win this game not only are is media just never going to stop changing and there's never going to be one body type that is most desirable you know you're never going to be able to be skinny enough you're never going to be able to be curvy enough because these ideals don't exist i you know people say this all the time it's fake it's fake it's fake it really is this stuff is photoshopped these people are not human and i don't know if, i don't know if sorry this is a little off topic i don't know if any of you guys saw that recent kim kardashian thing on tiktok but she had a skims ad recently where like the video was completely photoshopped like her waist was completely photoshopped because she ran her finger over like her waist and it like warped her finger it was absolutely insane you know even these people that we idolize and we say oh my god they're body positive they're trying to like embrace this new body type everyone is trying to pretend to be some way that they're not so just Don't forget that, that, you know, this stuff isn't real and that as much as you can realize that you're never going to be able to be perfect because not only does perfection not exist, but it especially doesn't exist in this case. You know that it's just it's not a fight worth trying to trying to get into or win. You know, it's just a game. So I think my my point here is that. It's important to, you know, remind yourself that society and, you know, all of these things are, are very toxic and you just need to find it within yourself to try and resist these industries as much as you possibly can. Um, and also, I hope that that kind of added some insight into why this urge is so strong and why people care so much about what they look like, because it's actually sort of a twisted version of an innate instinct that we've had since, you know, since our the dawn of time, since inception, Right. So I think at this point we're probably wondering we've given some tips we've talked about why we feel this way as humans. You might be wondering how I find it within myself to love my body at this point when all the odds are against me, when you know society is telling me I have to look a certain way, when I'm trying to help, you know, other people realize that these comments are hurtful and that I'm comparing myself because that's what I think I should be doing. And honestly, I just remember that I'm never going to be sort of thought of or remembered for what I looked like. I'm going to be remembered for how I make people feel. And in order to sort of fuel your mental and your physical growth as a human, you know, you have to listen to your body. In order to keep growing as, you know, a brain, I have to continue to be supportive of my body because, you know, it it's a, it's a whole ecosystem. Um, I think of it kind of as your body is the house of your soul or your spirit or whatever you want to think. I mean, I'm not insanely religious nor spiritual, but I think that a soul is just sort of like a metaphor for, you know, your character, I guess you could say. Um, It's the gold inside and you need to protect it. You know, you need to continue to fuel your body and, and think of it as a temple because it holds what's so important and so unique that is who you are, you know. It's important to protect it. I think, like, another analogy you could use is it really isn't, like, the house or the the school that makes, like, you know, the community. It's the people within it that make the community, and I think that's, like, a little bit of a skewed um, analogy, but it makes sense, right? It's not your body that makes you who you are. It's really, you know, your character. What's inside if we're going to go super— super stereotypical on the analogy. But I think you guys understand what I mean. Um, you know, you have to you have to fuel one in order to fuel the other. And as we've already talked about, change is positive and change is good. And we should saw out change because without change, we're just, you know, stagnant people. And I think that's another human fear, but we're not going to get into that today, okay? I'm not going too off topic. So overall, to sort of recap what what the vibe is right now, remember that change is good like I said remember that society is you you are a part of society you have the ability to influence um, other people so you should be careful what you say practice kind things practice you know things that compliments um, and actions that are not super judgmental nor equated to people's appearance um, remember that perfection is unattainable it doesn't exist. And remember that your spirit will live on farther than the way you look and that, you know, you're beautiful. And also another thing, you have one body and one chance to make the best of it. So try and treat it with as much love as as you can. I know that we always think that this life is so long, but it's not long and we don't have a ton of time. So just try and be your kind, the kindest you can towards yourself and your body Um. I hope that this reminded you how beautiful you are and helped you sort of contextualize what steps you can take to attain a better body, you know, image and positivity towards your body. And I also hope you took away the fact that, you know, everyone is working toward this together. It's a very twisted and strange thing that is, you know, difficult to understand and difficult to try to work on within yourself, but I'm letting you know that I'm doing this with you. And these are some things that I've been able to tell myself in order to make myself feel better. I don't know if anyone ever can reach a hundred percent self confidence and self assurity. So know that I don't think that I know what I'm doing and I don't think that I'm perfect and I don't have a hundred percent self confidence. I don't even have You know, a ton, but I'm just trying to do my best to project that and to try and be my kindest and make deliberate decisions to be kind to others um, and, you know, work on my mindset to make sure that I'm trying to be as, you know, logical as I can possibly be to treat myself with love. So yeah, I think I think that's what I got for you guys today. I had a lot of fun talking to you about this topic and I I, I talked really fast because I was really excited to get this stuff out. Um, I'm just really happy to be able to share my experiences with you guys and feel like not only I have a safe place to talk about the struggles that I've been through with this, but also hopefully you guys have an opportunity to understand that you are not alone in this at all and that everyone goes through this and that it's completely, completely normal Again, I know I say this every time, but if you guys want to reach out or you have something to say to me or this helped you or you have questions about more things related to my own personal body image journey, you can always DM me if you have my number. You're welcome to text me. Anything works. I love talking to you guys and it makes me so happy when I get to communicate with you further beyond just this recording. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope I, you know I wish you luck on your journey to try and improve your self-image and I know that you have it within you to be able to you know work on it and to be able to better yourself and I have confidence in you so have confidence in yourself okay have a good day love you guys bye